planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Carla from the Butcher Babies. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is from Yellow Dabby. This is Odorous from Water. Listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. And we are back on Rabbit Noise. That was the essence of silence from Epica's amazing album, The Quantum Enigma. And the band will be here on tour next month. And joining us on the program once again is Simone Simons. What's going on? Everything's cool over here. How are you doing? Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Well, it's definitely great to have you back on the show. It's been a little while. I think the last time you were here was uh, 2013. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. A lot has changed. Back then I was still uh, breeding on a little egg, and now I have a two and a half old son running around the house. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. How's that all going? Great, yeah. It's going by too fast, I must say. It's really crazy. Does he <laughs> does he know what uh, mum and dad do yet? Is he aware of that? Slowly he's becoming aware. He knows that when I'm working that I'm singing, so he doesn't always like it when I'm singing in a house except for children's songs because he associates it with me being on tour. But when he sees when I show him some videos or photos and then he, he kinda has a little proud look in his eyes, so I hope he, he's proud of Mama. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Uh, do, do you take him on tour? No, no, no. So far, he's only been uh, with me on one show in the Netherlands, and he didn't even see the show. He was running around backstage, you know, too small. So, <laughs> running a mark. It's it, it's funny. My yeah. my uh my youngest is uh, almost two, and uh, <laughs> she's she's really shown an interest in music. Not metal yet, just more uh, kid stuff. <laughs> but it's a start, yeah, I guess. Yeah loves to dance and he has a very good sense of rhythm so he'll he'll dance to the rhythm of the beat so that's very cool and he'll change when the music changes so he's got a musical a couple of musical bones in his body i think awesome awesome yeah just go build it from there and get yeah. into the metals <laughs> carry on that uh family legacy yeah <laughs> well but uh, i won't force him <laughs> no, no 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 everyone says that you know you know but they they uh, you know there's always uh you know that influence there yeah, yeah but it might be not cool to be in a metal band, and he'll, he'll decide to go in a different direction. But whatever he wants, I'm fine with it. <laughs> That's it. You support them, whatever they do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we're absolutely stoked you guys are coming back. It's it's you know everyone's looking forward to it. How's preparation for the tour going? Very well, I believe. Uh, I don't know if we actually need visas, but we're also going to China. We have to take care of visas and applicants form and all that stuff but yeah we uh, we are now enjoying some time off at home some of us have to go to the studio to uh, to record material for the new cd but i'm lucky enough i can be home until until the tour and yeah mentally preparing myself for the long flights ahead because <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while to get down here to australia for yeah, a lot of people but it's worth it it's worth it so uh, looking back at the last time you were here, was there anything that you know you wanted to do on your time off that you didn't get a chance to do that you may be looking forward to doing this time? Well, um, we went to, I believe it was one of the parks in Brisbane, 
where we we were first going to China and then we were flying through the night from China to Brisbane and then we had the opportunity to go visit uh, the park kind of is it the Lone Pine I'm sorry I kind of forgot but um we were all super tired but we had the opportunity and we were like let's let's go you know we were hugging the koalas and feeding the kangaroos doing very very touristy stuff but sometimes you get to do that every once in a while but we were enjoying the weather the food the fans and we had a great time so we're very stoked to go back and uh, it's a good time to come back too it's not too yeah cold. we have good good weather right <laughs> yeah yeah it's still you know good enough to go down the beach and hang about have a barbecue oh that sounds lovely yeah it's <laughs> very cold over here <laughs> So I hear, so I hear. <laughs> a few guys, we had a uh, soil work out here uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they were pretty stoked that, you know, it was still pretty warm down here. And they're from Sweden, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's also yeah. very cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of winter. I'm not a big fan. Me neither. I, I like a little winter, but it should be shorter, and the summer and spring should be longer. That's how I like it. Me too. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you've got a couple of uh, festival dates coming up as well. Uh, I believe one's, one's, one's in Mexico. It looks massive. Uh, do you prefer doing, like, uh, festival shows over club shows? I like both. Both have their charm, I would say. On a club show, you have the privilege that you can do everything, like, prepare everything really well. You know, you can have a long sound check. Everything on the technical side is great. And you know the people coming to the show are are familiar with you. And on a festival, you can get to win over new souls in a way. You know, a lot of people don't know you. Uh, I like, I just love, you know, the festival season. I love summer. So I also associate that with uh, the festivals. And, um, yeah, I can see other bands as well. <laughs> so whenever I get the chance, uh, I can hang out with my colleagues and friends from the scene. And, uh, festivals for myself technically are sometimes a nightmare because you have, a lot of bands are playing on a day, so you have very short times in between the bands to take care of all the technical stuff. And a lot of times things go wrong, you know, or the sound guy can't get a good sound right away, or the wind is blowing the sound away. So you cannot perform to your at your best on a festival, but nevertheless, it's a great uh, it's a great ambience. When you when you playing those festivals with all uh, your mates' bands and stuff, do they do they always hit you up to? Uh get up on stage and sing a few tunes with it? I don't do that that often. In the, in the past, I've done it a lot with, with Camelot. I even traveled with them just to do one song. But, for example, now I was on the Metal Cruise, the 70,000 Tons of Metal Cruise, and um, Lacuna Co. was playing there, and Christina was one of my friends, and they asked me to, to perform with them again. I, I have sung Heavens Alive with her before on a Dutch um, Christmas metal show many years back. And uh, then I thought, you know, I'm there and I know the song and let's just do it. And it was it was great. I like it. But I do like to keep it to to a minimum in order to still have it being special in a way. Was that 70,000 tons of metal this year? Yeah, yeah. Man. I just came back from that like one week ago. <laughs> I, I just, everyone's saying how good it was this year. It was fun. Yeah, I had a good time. It was a different boat this time. It was huge. We had to stop at Jamaica and we, uh, we drank some coconut water. <laughs> some of us went to the beach, but I'm a fair skinned lady and I kind of, the sun 
and my skin don't go well together. So I had to hide in the in the shade. But it was lovely. I, I got to see Cradle of Filth, Moonspell, Lacuna Coil, Delane. So I had a good time. It, it, it's sort of like uh, all the all the black t-shirts and and the metal. It, it sounds like when you say cruise to the Caribbean, it doesn't really sound like it. It'd go hand in hand, but everyone that I know went just had had the, had an absolute blast. Yeah, it sounds like gra- grannies with fanny packs and stuff, but it was definitely a metal, <laughs> metal cruise. There were some uh, fashionably, uh, how do you say, uh, t- challenged people walking out there. <laughs> I, I I prefer comfort over style, so I just you know I I don't like to dress up with twenty corsets and walk on high heels. Just give me flip flops and. Uh, jeans and a t-shirt and I'm fine you know I'll dress up for the stage but right after I'm happy to throw off those heels and everything <laughs> that's a very Australian thing to say yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know maybe I was born in the wrong country <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well uh you know when it comes to uh playing live you know from the from the new album which which song has been the most challenging to translate uh, to the stage I don't know maybe Chemical insomnia because it has extreme high notes, and if I'm tired, then it's difficult for me to to hit those notes. So I have to sing it in a more classical way. And same with natural natural corruption, I believe. If I if I'm like top like in a great great shape, then I can totally do it easily. But often the reality is on tour, you're often very tired. You know, you don't get mm. the sleep you want, the nutrition you want, and uh, you're sitting together with a lot of people with uh, stuffy noses, and and then it's just like, damn. Then I'm then I tried not to do the song. <laughs> I t- I tell Mark as well if if I'm feeling not like a great vocal day, then we'll we'll skip one or two songs. But overall, I've worked on my technique, and uh, you know you you I do like to be able to sing and for the guys play the songs that we actually write on CD. Otherwise, we're definitely very productive. You know, we we poop out a CD every two years, but we're also a very productive touring band, so we have to play the songs live as well. So I make sure that I can live up to the standards. But every once in a while, you just got that shitty day, and then you know, better not do it. I say. Well, in saying that, I mean, you're on the road a lot, you know, and you go to different countries, and you said, you know, sniffly noses, there's people with colds and flus everywhere. What what do you do to sort of keep yourself healthy and and stay away from that? Well, when we are on a tour bus, we always have a couple of kitchen appliances with us, like a blender and a skillet and a grill. So we can make smoothies, pancakes, pasta, steak, whatever. So I try to stock up the fridge with healthy food. I am a chocoholic. I won't deny that, but I do really <laughs> try to make sure I get all the vitamins and minerals, drink a lot of water. I drink very little alcohol. I don't smoke. And I try to make sure that I sleep enough. So, and, um, yeah, we had a couple of, uh, colds on the last tour and I just try to stay away from the person, like not, um, be in contact too much or so, because it just takes one sneeze in your face and, you know, then you, <laughs> you get it, wash your hands quite often. We had a very funny little poster in our American tour bus in the, in the toilet saying like, uh, Wash your hands to avoid the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and I think that's very cool. You know, I'm a very uh, sanitary person. Can you say that? Wash my hands, disinfect, and all that stuff. And don't poke your nose because then you totally put your germs in there. So that's a tip I give everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. 
actually. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't pick your nose. <laughs> don't pick your nose. Yeah, and, and definitely don't do it in public. But some people, they forget and they just, you know, they go there. <laughs> and we have a Dutch saying, like, send me a postcard when you hit, up, when you hit the top, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but uh, that's good. Yeah. That's a, that's, that sounds very similar to uh, what, what we'd say down here. Are you okay. sure? Are you sure you're not a, a you know a little bit Australian? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like discover new lands or stuff? No, no, no. Just you know, you, you know, you got it, it must be in the blood or something somewhere because you know you say that you got the flip flops, oh, yeah. like the slang, you know, slang. you know. I, I like I like uh, Australian. I like the people. I think the accent is super cute as well. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know because I live here. I guess I sometimes think that we we sound like an English person talking backwards. You know, oh, it's, it's, it's English but more relaxed, I guess, because you have flip flops. Yeah, you want to take it easy. Very true. Well, yeah, I, got, I I have them. Thongs, we call them. Thongs, yeah. Thongs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, your your fan base is pretty loyal, and uh, you know, you you of course. Obviously, do a lot of meet and greets, and uh, you'll be doing some of this tour, which I, I know a lot of fans are going to be happy about. That what's what's the craziest fan experience that you've had over the years? Well, I wouldn't say crazy, but when people just start bursting out in tears, or when they have a gigantic tattoo of your face on their on the body part, it's like that's so weird that you have that impact on people. You know that they feel so connected to you, even though you you might not know them in person, but your music that you can touch people in that way. And I think that's a beautiful thing. So, and that's always a little bit of reality check because we're here behind our computers, writing music, going into the studio and, and you're playing in front of the audience. But when you see the individual standing in front of you, telling them about how the music has changed their life. And I can, I can relate in a way because I love bands in the past before being a musician my, myself and, Finding a lot of strength in music, it's a very, it's a beautiful gift if you can do that to other people. And then I feel um, grateful. And then I think, okay, whenever I have a bad day, I just think of that. And then everything just comes better because it's a, yeah, it's a very unusual gift if you can create music and make people feel stronger through through the music and unite people as well. I love it when they come to me like to like a little couple like oh, I met my girlfriend in an Epica concert and that happened a couple of times and I think that yeah Epica's totally a love making match matchmaking band you know it's cool. <laughs> Have you had uh, people come up and say that they've named children after you and stuff like that? Cats. There are a lot of Simone cats out there. Children I don't I don't know. There's a woman she wrote to me if she had a girl she would call it Simone but it became a boy and he still isn't called Simon but. Nevertheless, <laughs> I uh, I don't think that there are any kids, girls named after me. But cats, I've I've seen a couple of photos. Like, hi, this, this is my cat Simone. So that's cool. That's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you did mention before uh, that you're going to be hitting this studio soon. That's that's pretty yes. exciting. Right after the Australian tour, I'll be home for a couple of days to. Hopefully not have a jet lag, and then I'll hit studio to record 16 songs, I believe. Yeah, it's, a, it's the largest amount. We have the intro, but that's the choir singing on the intro. So that's a, a large amount of songs. 
but uh, I'm I'm very excited. You know, after I love the Quantum Enigma, we tore our asses off, but now it's time to go get, do something new again. So is that going to be like uh, a double album? No, but um, probably a lot of special editions and yeah, our management has thought all the stuff through and uh, a lot of fans, when they heard we had so many songs, they all were begging for a double album. But we got our 15 year anniversary coming soon. So there's there'll be uh, a lot of goodies waiting for the fans. That's really exciting. Have you got a name for it or anything yet? Yeah, we do. But it's a top secret. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to tell me. No, you'll find out online. I, if I tell you now, that the, then the management will probably kick my ass. So I have to I be you, quiet in this I matter. Thought, <laughs> I thought you'd say you'd have to kill me. No. <laughs> no they will probably kill me, but no. <laughs> they'll probably play the name game again like we did with, uh, I think it was the uh, Requiem for the Indifferent and also the Quantum Enigma. We just gave the, uh, the, the first letters of, of the words and people would just get it and we got the, the funniest names i think that's fun you know to kind of uh, have the fans being included in the whole process and it's nice to make people guess make them curious well i'm curious i want to know yeah. <laughs> well I'm, i still won't tell you <laughs> that's all good that's all right so how, how far off are, are we looking for the for the album do you think well the recording should be hopefully done by the beginning or middle of may and we are hoping to release later this year already so it will be a 2016 release awesome awesome yeah. are you <laughs> going to be previewing any songs on this tour uh no no we are basically still doing promoting the quantum enigma so uh we 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 discussed it and we thought it's not a good idea to uh play a, a new song live if, if it hasn't been released in mm. proper audio quality you know, and then play, playing it live, people recording it with not so great audio devices and then putting it on YouTube would be bad uh, publicity, I think. Yeah, and I guess because, you know, nothing is set in stone and you sort of... You, that too, uh, yeah. Yeah, you sort of, oh, but it's changed, you know. I, I guess you're right there, you know. Maybe maybe I'm just getting a little excited because I want to hear, some, hear what <laughs> you guys do next. Gonna be, well, I'm sure that a single might be released before the actual CD, so there'll be material out before the CD comes. Awesome. Awesome. Very exciting times. It's going to be a big year for you guys. So uh, we're going to go to the track Chemical Insomnia now. Thanks so much for hanging with us tonight, Simone, and uh, we'll see you at Max Watts in Brisbane on March 18. Okay, cool. Well, I'll see you there, and thanks for having me. Hey, guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout-out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, so whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, 
you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. So now it's back to Rabid Noise. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 